You are now in front of a late work by one of the leading figures of the symbolist movement, Odilon Redon. Redon worked in black and white until his 50s, but then he began to, as he said, forsake the black more and more. Between us, he wrote to his friend, the painter Emile Bernard, it exhausted me a lot. This image is a celebration of colour, and the vibrancy of the palette lends a great spiritual energy to the composition. There is a wonderful sense of weightlessness in the composition. A jellyfish-like flower floats about. Christ emerges ethereally out of the mist of the paint, and a bright and effervescent explosion of white paint appears like a firework in the corner. I have a feeling only for shadows, said Rodin, whose artistic preoccupation was to, as he said, put the logic of the visible to the service of the invisible. He stated, My drawings inspire and are not to be defined. They determine nothing. They place us, as does music, in the ambiguous world of the undetermined. They are a kind of metaphor. Symbolism was a pan-European phenomenon, which developed as a reaction against the grubby truths of realism. Rather than elevate the everyday, the symbolists desired to go on flights of fancy, placing their art at the service of the mystical and the evocative. The symbolists drew from the emotive tradition of Romanticism, but ordered their visions with forms and content learned from classical art. They drew much inspiration from writers of their age, such as the flamboyant figure Baudelaire, most particularly in his 1857 poem Le Fleur du Mal, The Flowers of Evil, and Gustave Flaubert, whose character Diana from the novel The Temptation of St. Anthony seems to articulate a very symbolist ethos when she utters, I want to drink poisons to lose myself in mists, in dreams. Next door to Rodin is the important precursor to symbolism, Gustave Moreau. His dramatic interpretation of the Pieta is typical of the artist's life-and-death approach. Moreau was widely admired by many artists, and he later became an inspirational, if controversial, professor at the École des Beaux-Arts in Paris. If you are intrigued by this work, you will have an opportunity to see more in December when the National Gallery of Victoria is staging a survey exhibition of Moreau's works. Another curious figure in this room is the French artist Henri Rousseau. Look out for his eerie The Avenue in the Park of Saint-Cloud. Rousseau was largely a self-taught artist. Despite his technical deficiencies, his artworks are enigmatic and interesting. Many artists championed Rousseau's so-called primitive style, celebrating his untutored eye, free of the constraints imposed by the Academy. The critics, however, thought him a ridiculous figure and lambasted him at every opportunity. He was usually referred to by his mocking nickname, La Douane, the customs officer, because of his day job as a fee collector for the Paris toll service. Intriguingly, however, the artist never doubted his own importance. For instance, in 1908, he declared absolutely unabashedly to Picasso, We are the two greatest painters of our time. You in the Egyptian style, I in the modern style.